Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Well, friends, happy Tuesday. Here we are again. You know the drill. Every day, opening up scripture, reading it, and asking the Holy Spirit what it is that he wants to say. So today, we're going to continue by reading Galatians 2, verse 11 through 16. It says, But when Peter came to Antioch, I had to oppose him to his face, for what he did was very wrong. When he first arrived, he ate with the Gentile believers, who were not circumcised, but afterward, when some friends of James came, Peter couldn't eat with the Gentiles anymore. He was afraid of criticism from these people who insisted on the necessity of circumcision. As a result, other Jewish believers followed Peter's hypocrisy, and even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. When I saw that they were not following the truth of the gospel message, I said to Peter in front of all the others, Since you, a Jew by birth, have discarded the Jewish laws and are living like a Gentile, why are you now trying to make these Gentiles follow the Jewish traditions? You and I are Jews by birth, not sinners like the Gentiles. Yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ, not by obeying the law. And we have believed in Christ so that we might be made right with God because of our faith in Christ, not because we have obeyed the law. For no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. And the verse we're focusing on today is verse 12. So I'm going to read it again in the New Living Translation. When he first arrived, he ate with the Gentile believers who were not circumcised. But afterwards, when some friends of James came, Peter wouldn't eat with the Gentiles anymore. He was afraid of criticism from these people who insisted on the necessity of circumcision. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for this day that we know has purpose. We thank you for these moments that we know you want to speak to us through. And we ask that wherever we are, that you would give us ears to hear and hearts to receive. And help us, God, to remember. We ask this in your name. Amen. All right, so here we are with more of the controversy. Uh, When he first arrived, he ate with the Gentile believers. So Peter at one point, remember, was eating with the Gentile believers who were not circumcised. But then it says some of his friends came around. James came and Peter wouldn't eat with the Gentiles anymore because he's afraid of criticism. He's afraid of their criticism from these people because they insisted on the necessity of circumcision. So what do we see? He goes back to his old ways. He puts up more walls, more just religious barriers, and is no longer eating with the Gentiles. So we see now why Paul is confronting Peter to his face, and he sees this as a big deal because Paul, to him, the gospel, so much of it was about unity, that there's neither Jew nor Greek, neither male nor female. So much of Paul's writing is about a gospel of unity and a gospel that's accessible to all people. And so part of that means knocking down some of these walls and religious barriers that we've set up to make room. So before, you weren't allowed to eat with the Gentiles, the Gentile people. But now, because of the gospel of Jesus Christ, what Paul is trying to tell them is that 
our table is supposed to be set and accessible for all people. So it's not okay that Peter is now going back to this. But here's what I want us to see. What really stood out to me is that he was. He was eating with the Gentiles. He did understand that this was a gospel of unity at some point. But all of a sudden, when his friends come around, he starts to change and he goes back to his old ways. When other religious people came around, he went back to his old ways. Wow. That is a verse today. (laughs) That is a statement. That is a challenge for us to reflect and think. One, when we set our tables, are they accessible for all people? From different backgrounds, from people that maybe haven't always had access to these types of tables, are we setting tables for all people? And are we doing that not just when nobody's watching, but when other people are watching and maybe even other people that would disagree with us? You see, he was in a way putting up again these religious walls and these religious barriers that Jesus came to break down, right? He came to make room for all people. He came to change these religious rules and these laws to say that, no, I didn't just come for one people group or one person, but I came for all people, all cultures from all over the world. And so that means that we're going to have to change some of the things that we do in order to make room for them. So it really got me thinking today of, are there ways that I have started to put those religious walls back up that have started to make the gospel not accessible to all people? What are the things that maybe I know I shouldn't do or maybe I used to do, but I see the freedom that Jesus brings that I've then gone back to because other people around me that I look up to are coming and saying and making, and I'm worried about their criticism, right? Because, and you see that again, where Paul in chapter one, where he's saying, I'm not seeking the approval of men, but of God. I think this is some of it where he's saying there might be people that are even well-intended that are going to come across and say, hey, you're making it too accessible. Hey, I feel like you have too many religious walls down hey, maybe you need to be a little more strict. Maybe you need to have some more rules. But sometimes our rules can actually become walls and can keep people from experiencing the freedom of the gospel. So why is Paul making such a big deal over this? I think because one, he wants Peter to see like you can't just be doing things because you're afraid of criticism. And especially when it comes to making room for people at the table. Man, there might be people in your life that some people would say, why would you have them over? Why would you invite them? Why would you bring them into a church setting, right? Why would you entertain the thought of being near that person? But remembering that every single person is created in the image of God and should have access to experiencing the gospel. And sometimes, sadly, it might be other religious people that look at you and say, you got to put up some walls or say, hey, I don't know if we should be eating and sitting at the same table with them. Should we be seen with these sinners, with these people? There might be moments where people criticize you, but we can't let the fear of criticism stop us or keep us from setting a table for all people to hear the gospel and experiencing the freedom of Jesus Christ. And so that's what Paul is so scared of here and he, why he's confronting Peter is because he's seen, Peter, you knew this. When you first arrived, you were eating with the Gentile believers who were not circumcised. But then all of a sudden, your friends come around and you're so scared that they're going to criticize you that you stopped eating with them. And in this, 
you started to promote disunity rather than unity of the gospel. And the messages that started to be sent was that the gospel was not for all people. And that's not the gospel at all. And so Paul is confronting Peter here because he wants to make sure that he is defending the gospel of unity, the gospel for all people, the gospel that's accessible for everyone. And also to just remind us that we can't fear the criticism of other people and we can't let that fear drive us. So I'm going to read again Galatians 11, 2, 11 through 16. But when Peter came to Antioch, I had to oppose him to his face for what he did was very wrong. When he first arrived, he ate with the Gentile believers who were not circumcised. But afterward, when some of friends of James came, Peter wouldn't eat with the Gentiles anymore. He was afraid of criticism from these people who insisted on the necessity of circumcision. As a result, other Jewish believers followed Peter's hypocrisy and even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. When I saw that they were not following the truth of the gospel message, I said to Peter in front of them all, since you, a Jew by birth, have disregarded the Jewish laws and are living like a Gentile, why are you now trying to make these Gentiles follow the Jewish traditions? You and I are Jews by birth, not sinners like the Gentiles. Yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ, not by obeying the law. And we have believed in Jesus Christ so that we might be made right with God because of our faith in Christ, not because we have obeyed the law. For no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. But suppose we seek to be made right with God through faith in Christ, and then we are found guilty because we have abandoned the law. Would that mean Christ has led us into sin? Absolutely not. I don't know what it is that you need to remember today, but I think what I need to remember is that the gospel is for all people. And then if I'm not careful, I too could be someone that puts up walls and starts to create tables that are not accessible to all people. And I just felt like I need to encourage some people today that maybe you don't feel like you deserve to sit at a table with other believers and sit at a table and worship and experience the freedom and the unity of the gospel. But I want you to know that Jesus Christ died for you. So you don't have to keep striving. You don't have to keep wondering if you belong at the table. If you were created for a relationship with Jesus, you were. And I'm sorry if there have been people that have come up and created walls and made you feel less than or that you weren't someone that could receive. But I just felt like today I needed to remind some people that. That the table is set for you. That you are welcome in the family, in the body of Christ. And that when we read in these verses that some people were not able to eat together that that is not the gospel of Jesus Christ, but he desires all believers from all different backgrounds, all different life stories to come together and experience this beautiful unity and family in Jesus Christ.